Here's a question you've probably never asked yourself before. What happens when food is your religion? Then what do you do? How do you lose weight? Because that's a huge setup, isn't it? But let's first look at exactly what I mean when I say food is your religion. We need to first define that and then go from there. So let's do that. Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. Today is episode number 545. The episode topic is when food is your religion, then what? Hello, welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show, or if this is your very first time listening in, welcome. If this is your first time listening in, then my name is JoLynn Braley. I am the permanent weight loss coach who founded the Inner Self Diet, which is my proven proprietary step-by-step system to struggle-free weight loss in eight weeks or less. I specifically and personally work with smart, successful women and a few cool men who are struggling to stop binge eating, stop emotional eating, gain control of their eating, get out of the struggle and get into freedom where it then becomes struggle free to live a healthy lifestyle. 92.8% of this whole problem is your mindset. You have to get your mindset right And that also applies to your emotional state, your relationship with food. There's a lot that goes into this. And that's why you might have tried how many food diets, 10, 15, 20, how many different food diets have you tried and you're still struggling to lose weight? If you don't want to struggle anymore, then you need to go to the root of the problem, which can be done, and it doesn't have to be difficult as long as you have a step-by-step system to work through it. Before we're done here today, I will share with you your next step if you really want to achieve struggle-free weight loss in eight weeks or less. And in the meantime, make sure that you go get my checklist, which you can get for free at www.easyfunweightloss.com. Go grab that, learn just a little bit more about what I'm talking about here, about the fact that 92.8% of your problem is right between your own two ears, but also 92.8% of what will set you free will be found right between your own two ears once you get a weight loss mindset. That right there will set you you freaking free. And how good would you feel? How good would you feel if you could actually break free of this stuff? If you could just be normal with food and if you could lose the weight and keep it off, how good would you feel? So today we are looking at this topic of when food is your religion, then what? Then what do you do? 
how do you even know if food is your religion? And maybe that sounds kind of weird. Like, who has ever thought of food as being your religion, right? That sounds maybe a little bit strange. But maybe it won't sound strange once we first look at what is the definition of religion. And I'm going to read it to you right now. And if you want to read this yourself, I'm going to include this definition of religion in the post that accompanies this podcast, which you can find. Head on over to fearlessfatloss.com forward slash blog. And in the search bar, just type in the number 545, which is the number of this podcast, and you'll be able to find the post that accompanies this podcast. And then you can read along with me on the definition of religion. So what is the definition of religion? All right, religion, it's a noun. Number one, definition of religion, the belief in and reverence for a supernatural power or powers regarded as creating and governing the universe. All right, so that's pretty big right there, obviously, right? And giving food that much power that it seems supernatural, that is kind of out there, isn't it? But have you ever considered your massive resistance that you have experienced throughout your lifetime of changing your food, your quote unquote food? Why is that? How much power have you given to food? Does that make any sense at all? Now, this is where we need to clarify what I mean when I say food, because those with the greatest resistance to change, even though they say they want to lose weight, the greatest resistance to change will say, oh, but I have to eat to live. I have to eat food. So you can't just get away from food. Of course you must eat. But do you have to eat the kinds of foods that you're currently eating and the quantities of food that you're currently eating in order to live and thrive? And we all know the answer to that. So what I'm talking about here today is giving so much power to the food that you are personally addicted to whatever kind of food that is, and that resistance to quote-unquote giving it up, which, by the way, is all a mindset. There is a chemical component to it also, but that only takes three days to clear out of your system. So it's mainly a mindset shift that you need. And it's just so awesome and so freeing when you can make that mindset shift and it's no longer a feeling of giving up your food. But that's a topic for another time. Let's stay focused here on looking at the subject of making food your religion and giving it so much power that it's your everything in your life. Which kind of makes it quite hard to lose weight then, doesn't it? Now, let's look at 
this, the number two definition of religion, because this one I think is more spot on to this subject of making food your religion. All right. So the number two definition of the noun religion, a particular variety of such belief, especially when organized into a system of doctrine and practice. Let me read that again. A particular variety of such belief, especially when organized into a system of doctrine and practice. Well, what we need to do now is we need to define the word doctrine before we can go on. All right, doctrine. This is also a noun, a principle or body of principles presented for acceptance or belief as by a religious, political, scientific, or philosophic group, dogma. The number two definition of doctrine is a rule or principle of law especially when established by precedent. All right, so where am I going with all of this? Did you notice, did you hear, did you hear me say, and you might want to go read these definitions, like I said, at in the post that accompanies this podcast, episode number 545. The word that keeps coming up is belief. Going back to the definition of religion, a particular variety of such belief, especially when organized into a system of doctrine and practice. So here's the thing. When you're an emotional eater or a binge eater, you have a practice of behavior and beliefs underneath that behavior that continue to perpetuate the behavior. Now, this might sound really deep, but these are the things that the food diet has never helped you with. And maybe possibly there's a reason why you've done so many food diets and you're still struggling with your eating and you're still struggling to lose weight. So when you believe something, you will do everything in your power to prove your beliefs correct. Because if you don't prove your beliefs to be correct, then that would mean that you would be crazy. So you have to prove your beliefs to be correct. And when you have organized your beliefs into a system and a system of practice, behaviors, ongoing, repeated behaviors, does it make a little bit of sense that the food diets haven't cracked the code of your ongoing, unhealthy eating behaviors? Are you following me at all? A little bit? Okay, so let's take an example. 
Let's take the belief that I must have my food, quote unquote, my food. And what that means to you is what that means to you. That could be, it could be that my food means pizza, ice cream, cake, sauces, spaghetti, uh, McDonald's. I don't know. It, it, It depends on what my food means to you. But this belief of, I must have my food in order to be happy in life. Okay, so then what happens? Well, you have this belief that I must have my food in order to be happy in life. But then you're saying that you want to lose weight, but you have to change what you're eating and how much you're eating. You have to change your practice of habits and behaviors in order to lose weight and especially to keep it off. But if you have this belief in my example of I must have my food in order to be happy in life, what kind of success could you have with losing weight then? Because what this belief will do is it sets you up for a pattern of behaviors, a practice of behaviors. Remember the definitions that I was reading you a minute ago? This belief sets you up for a practiced set of behaviors and more beliefs that support you in making the food choices that take you away from the weight loss that you want and set food up to be this almost a a supernatural thing, a substance, a, a thing in your life that is the only way that you can be happy. And that's where I'm going with this idea of, wow, you know, is it possible that food is almost like a religion to you? And not all food, but your food. And whatever that is, the the cakes, the ice cream, the cheese, the uh, Taco Bell, I, I don't know what it is for you because this is a one-way communication here. I'm just recording this free weight loss podcast for you in my home office recording studio. If I were actually coaching you, then what we would do would be the really good stuff where we actually change the beliefs. That's what you need to get to. If you really want to make weight loss struggle-free, if you want to lose weight and you want to keep it off, it all depends on what you want. If you're okay with losing some weight, gaining it back, going on another new diet, losing some weight, gaining it back, and just continuing like that forever, if that's not exhausting to you, if it's not a big deal, then you really don't even need to listen to any further of this podcast here. Because I'm I'm talking about looking at the the root of the problems. And why would you want to do that? Only if you would really want to change if you'd really want to break free, if you'd really want to break free of the the chains that food holds over you, and if you really wanted to feel good about your eating habits and gain control of your eating. Unfortunately, a food diet just isn't enough because it doesn't address the mental and the emotional aspects of this whole topic. 
This is why you continue to look for a new food diet because you think that that's the solution. And it is part of the solution. You absolutely must change what you're eating, how much you're eating. You've got to change your food. You've got to change that. But that 7.2% of it, 92.8% is the whole mindset piece of this. And if you have set food up as your religion, meaning that you have given so much power to food and you have so many beliefs about food and about yourself and about your ability to change and about your ability to lose weight and about whether or not you believe you deserve to actually reach your goals, there's a lot wrapped up in this, okay? But when you have a foundation underneath all of this and you try to fix it with a food diet, eventually that's why you always end up hitting that emotional wall and rubber banding back into the old habits because the root of the problem wasn't fixed. And the good news about all of this, you can fix the root of the problem, but you have to address it in a different way than a food diet. You need a diet to help you raise your level of awareness on why you're still struggling with this problem. Why you're still losing weight, gaining it back, losing it, gaining it back, feeling bad about yourself, feeling good about yourself, feeling bad about yourself, out of control with your eating, trying to feel better, eating more food to feel better, still wanting to lose weight, but you're not getting there. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It ends up becoming exhausting. And if you have given food such great power in your life that it's like a religion, and I know that sounds kind of strange, but when you look at it from the viewpoint of how much power you have given to food and what you believe about food and believe about yourself and believe about your ability to change, okay? Then it might make a little more sense when you say, wow, I think I've kind of made food my religion. And now what? Now what do I do? How am I going to lose weight? What am I going to do about this? You know, how do I break out of this? Well, what can you do? What can you do when you're stuck in a pickle and you've set up food to be your savior, to be your friend, to be your lover, to be your everything. And just the thought of changing your food freaks you out. How do you lose weight then? Because you do have to change your food, right? This is where you go to the root of the problem. And instead of just diving in, to try to force yourself to change the food with another food diet, what if you were to first change your mindset about it? What if you were to first change how you think about it and how you believe about it? Because just for an example, just for the heck of it, just to look at something different, let's look at a different belief that you could possibly maybe someday 
believe about food? What if you could believe that food is my friend, healthy food loves and supports me, and it's easy for me to live a healthy lifestyle? What if you could really believe that? Because if you could believe that, then what would happen is your eating behaviors would match that belief. Your behaviors have to match your beliefs. Otherwise, you would be out of whack. You'd be crazy. You have to have alignment between what you believe and what you do. See, what everybody's trying to do is they're trying to change what they're doing without changing what they are thinking and what they are believing. So if you believe it's too hard for me to change my eating, it's too hard for me to lose weight, and then you get excited about some new food diet, and you say, oh yeah, I'm going to join this Facebook group, and we're all going to do this together, and, and I'm, I'm starting this new diet on Monday, and you get all excited, and you get all your supplies, and you get everything ready, and you start it on Monday. And maybe you get through two days, maybe you get through three days, maybe you get through a week, heck, maybe you get through a month, but eventually you hit a wall where you can't go any further because that behavior doesn't match your beliefs. If you believe that I'm not worth it, it's too hard for me, other people can do it, not me. It's too hard for me to lose weight. I always regain the weight. I don't have enough time. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Only you know, well, you might not know the beliefs that are holding you back. It's very possible you're not aware of them. You could become aware of them. And you could change them. But if you try to force yourself to change your behaviors, and you have this big old load of heavy beliefs, heavy beliefs that match your heavy weight. Does that make a little bit of sense? Because that is alignment right there. Your inner and your outer always match. Heavy body, heavy beliefs, heavy thinking. Change the thinking. Lighten up in the thinking, lighten up in the beliefs. Guess what happens to the body? Does that make any sense? This is what I do with my coaching clients in the Inner Self Diet for them to actually get the results where it becomes struggle-free for them to do the healthy eating so that the weight comes off. But why does it become easy to do the healthy eating? Because they changed their thinking about it first. Does that make any sense? Heavy thinking, heavy eating, heavy body. Change your thinking, lighter thinking, lighter eating, lighter body. What most are trying to do, and I know I've repeated myself here a few times, but this can be hard to get Sometimes when you've lived a lifetime of everybody telling you, you just need a new food diet. Okay. So what most are trying to do is 
the food diet. Change your behavior. But you still have the heavy beliefs and you still have the heavy thinking. If you can do it, that is absolutely fantastic. But if you could do it, why haven't you done it yet? Does that make any sense? Would you be listening to me talk about this thing right now about making food your religion and what the heck is going on with all of this stuff and why it's so hard for you to lose weight? Does that make any sense? (laughs) It can be very frustrating because it seems like it should be really simple. And that can lead into where you you do get down on yourself and you get into the self-hate and the, you know, like I, I had a client who said it was like she would take herself down into the dungeon in the basement and, you know, self-flagellation with the chains and the whips and everything. It's all a metaphor. Of course, she wasn't really doing that, but that's how she felt where she would beat herself up about her eating and her weight. And a lot of that can come from the fact that it does seem like it should be so simple. Okay, so here's a food diet. Here's a healthy eating plan. Why don't you just do it? And then why do you tell yourself that you need to wait until Monday? Why not just do it right now? What is the big deal, right? Because it's just a food diet. Just change your eating, right? But then why isn't it that simple? Why aren't you just doing it? And why can't you stick with it? Why do you make excuses? The magic of what I do with my clients is that we go about it from your mind, which will change your behaviors. And then it's not a fight to live the healthy lifestyle. Or you can ignore all of that and force yourself to eat healthy and take that route. And if you can force yourself to do that and get all the way to your goal and stay there, stay there, then that's great. And then maybe you don't need to know about the rest of this. Maybe you don't need to know about the underbelly of your beliefs and your thinking and your emotional state and how all of this ties in together and this topic of making food your religion, making it your everything in life. And that's why it's been so hard for you to make changes because food has become in your mind. It's really even more than in your mind. It's like Well, definitely there's an emotional connection involved too. When you have set food up to be such a player, such a player in your life that it's not simple to just do a food diet. Does it make sense that if you have set food up as your religion that that's why it's been so hard for you? And does it make sense that this, all of this stuff doesn't have to be hard. Yeah, just change your eating. Follow a healthy eating plan. Don't stray from it. Don't cheat on yourself. Just stick with it. It's going to take time. It takes a minimum of 12 weeks of meal after meal after meal after meal, sticking with your healthy eating plan. No cheating, because really you only end up cheating yourself if you cheat on it, right? You're not cheating anybody else but yourself. 
And it takes a minimum of 12 weeks of sticking with that until you see significant changes in your body. But then you've got to keep going and keep going and keep going. And it doesn't end once you get to your goal. And that especially right there is a huge danger zone if you don't have the right mindset because the inner and the outer always match. So if you are thinking fat on the inside, if you've got heavy thinking, heavy emotions, heavy beliefs, that is going to match your behavior. And if you have all that heaviness and you set food up, in my example here in this podcast, as your religion, you've set it up as as this otherworldly force that either is going to give you happiness or make you sad because it's made you fat or it's your best friend or it's your only joy in life. It takes away all your problems. It soothes your anxiety. You've set food up as this big thing that it's almost like it's your religion. And if that's the case, this is why it's been so challenging for you to lose weight and keep it off. Does that make any sense? And then what do you do about it? You can either address the underlying problems. You first need to identify the beliefs that are in your way, change them. You've got to you've got to become on the inside the you who would naturally and easily eat healthy on the outside. The inner and the outer always match. If you become that on the inside, and it doesn't have to take that long if you've got the right way to do it, and if you've got support, you know, obviously the fastest way to get from where you are to where you want to be is with coaching. That's why coaching is so highly valuable. But if you do that, if you become the you on the inside who matches the you that you want to look like on the outside, which means that you have to eat in a certain way in order to look like that on the outside because you can't just, you know, eat all kinds of unhealthy food and binge and emotionally eat and look the way that you're wanting to look on the outside. That's not a match. But if you become on the inside the you who would line up with the you you want to be on the outside, then there's no struggle to do the things that you need to do to look like that on the outside. Does that make sense? There's no struggle then. See, all struggle is within you. And all struggle is because of a mismatch. Because you have a part of you who has set food up as a religion. And then you do have a part of you who wants to break free. And the reason that I know that you have a part of you that wants to break free is because you're still listening to me talk right now. If you did not have a part of you that wants to break free, you wouldn't be hearing me say this right now. So there's definitely hope and you can definitely change. It just depends on how you want to do it, how fast you want to do it. And if you want to do it in a way that's going to be struggle-free. 
I hope this has helped. Probably you haven't thought of food like this before as possibly like you set it up in such a big way that it has all this power in your life and it's almost like a religion. And I hope that it makes more sense why you haven't been able to break through all of this by just getting excited about a new food diet. You know what I mean, Jean? And if you really want to change this, and if you really want to get into the struggle-free zone where it's struggle-free for you to eat healthy and where you're actually losing weight and it's not a big deal anymore, you're not in your way anymore, you're not fighting yourself anymore, you're not cheating on yourself anymore, you're just living healthy and fit, the weight's coming off. And if you want to get into that struggle-free zone quickly in eight weeks or less, and if you'd like my help to do it, go apply for a complimentary weight loss discovery session with me. You can sign up for that at www.discovery-session.com. That's your first step if you really want to solve this and if you want to do it fast www.discovery-session.com. I'm JoLynn Braley. I am the founder of The Inner Self Diet. I have been professionally coaching awesome coaching clients way back starting in 2009. I've never seen The Inner Self Diet fail as long as you do it. You just have to do the steps. Of course, it can't work for anybody who doesn't do the steps. But if you really want to break free And if you really want to line up, like you've heard me talk about, you really can do it. You just have to go about it from the inside out. I wish you your very best life living inside of your ideal body, looking your best in your jeans, and just feeling great about yourself. Rocking the heck out of your jeans, feeling good, looking good and loving yourself, feeling proud of yourself that you have finally done what you've said all these years that you really wanted to do. How good would you feel if you really could do that?